Hello everyone and welcome back to Discussing Digital, the podcast from Appraise, the independent digital marketing, technology and data consultancy. I'm Jack Shearing and this week's episode is about in-housing. You couldn't go too far in 2018 without hearing the word in-housing, but what does it actually mean? In-housing is the concept of brands taking control and ownership of their digital marketing, moving it away from the agencies and third parties and bringing it in-house. This could be technology, processes, or even people. At Appraise, we help a lot of brands to in-house either all or part of their digital marketing setup. But I wanted to get a fresh perspective. So this week, I got in touch with Dave Terry, co-founder of Pivotal, the digital specialist recruitment agency, to find out how the in-housing trend is affecting the job market and how brands are building their teams in-house. As always, if you like what we do, please rate, review, and subscribe, and let me know what you think by emailing me at jack at appraisedigital.com. Enjoy the episode. We are here today with Dave Terry uh, from Pivotal, co-founder. Dave, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. do you want to give everyone a quick introduction, who you are, what you do, who Pivotal are? Yeah, sure. So um, so I co-founded Pivotal four years ago um, in September 2014 with my two business partners, uh, Chris and Justin. Um, previous to that, the, all three of us had worked at the UK's largest media recruitment agency for about a combined 25 years. So, uh, so we felt we had the experience in the network um, to, to go and launch something of our own. Um, and the focus for us was to launch a digital first recruitment agency. So we specialise now in performance marketing um, and data analytics. So we work with leading brands, agencies and tech companies. Fantastic. And a lot of people might be thinking, why have we got recruiters on the podcast? Um, we're, not, we're not trying to pimp out any jobs, are we, today? Not today. No, no, no. But if, you, you know, if you've got a job, <laughs> give us a call by all means. <laughs> so we're, we're talking to Pivotal today because we've had some interesting discussions around in-housing. We wanted to get a bit of a different perspective. Um, at Appraise, we do a lot of in-housing. Uh, and we talk to brands a lot, a lot around their tech um, and especially their people. So we thought, let's get Pivotal on the podcast and talk a little bit around how the in-housing trend is shaping how um, the, the demand for talent in the industry. So do you guys do um, much in-housing of talent for, for brands? Yeah, so uh, I mean, when we first started, we predominantly worked with um, in programmatic. So programmatic was in full boom um, about four years ago. Um, And we focused heavily on programmatic platforms and agencies, um, media owners as well. Um, But um, now, recently, we're doing more and more work with with brands as they look to in-house their team. So um, we're working with the likes of Deliveroo, um, TripAdvisor, uh, Moonpig, um, DAZN, Zoopla, Monzo, those types of companies. Mm -hmm. They seem to be the ones that we've worked with recently that are looking to build their internal digital teams. And what's what's the reason why they are deciding to in-house? Is it to save money? Is it to get more control? Or does it vary across? I think there's there's probably three common themes that we hear from um, from our clients, and that is, I mean, they're widely talked about in the market. But there's definitely people are citing an erosion of trust between brands and agencies. Um, I think these are industry challenges around ad fraud, viewability, and transparency. Um, but there are far more qualified people to talk to you about that. Um, there's obviously significant savings that could be made by brands by bringing media buying in-house, especially with ad tech and martech becoming um, more readily available. Um, brands can make it an internal competency. Um, so, so that's a driver. 
Um, but I think the big one is, is brands are, they want the power to use and control their first party data. Um, post GDPR, brands, brands want to make sure their data is secure. Um, but moreover, keeping control of the first party data um, can create opportunities for in-house marketers to react, um, optimize, personalize and, and drive performance. So um, having these skills in-house um, allows them to, to kind of quantify success and, and drive performance more effectively. And on that point then around first party data and um, brands wanting to have more power to use their data and control their own first party data. Are you seeing the, the trend for talent in housing is uh, more aligned to data now rather than traditional kind of marketing uh, specialisms that yeah. maybe we, we, we once would would uh, would associate with in housing a, a team? Yeah, so, so where we really focus is in, is in two key areas, kind of performance marketing, so paid search, social display SEO and, and data analytics, which goes, goes hand in hand with that. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, we've definitely kind of, well, due to the demand within the market, we've launched a specialist data analytics team to kind of support that because we're getting great demand for it from our, from the brands that we work with. You've spoken about how Pivotal have a uh, performance marketing team and a data analytics team, um, which is all moving towards the idea of digital marketing being data driven, um, which is not a new concept, but it's something that's definitely getting a lot of focus now um, in our industry. Is there a challenge then to find that kind of perfect match of data analytics and performance marketing um, for brands hiring people in-house? Yeah, sure. So no matter who you talk to um, in media marketing, uh, agencies, brands, tech vendors, the, the conversation is always about brands in housing. Um, and the biggest challenge being faced by, by all companies is, is the ability to identify, um, attract, hire, and retain top digital marketing and data-driven talent. Um, overall, brands need the right people in order to make digital a success if you're in housing. Um, so you need the right skills um, and knowledge, um, but critically, you need to keep training and developing these people because tech moves at such a phenomenal rate um, that the skills required are constantly evolving. Let's get stuck into that then in terms of the actual tech and the actual um, you know, platforms that people need to be using. Um, let's go a bit more granular. What are the platforms and tools um, that people need to be skilled up on? Yeah, sure. So I'll cover that. For, I'll address it from, from both sides. So um, from a sort of performance marketing talent perspective, we're talking about people here with search, paid social, programmatic display and SEO skills. And the key skills that we're looking to identify or people are looking to hire are platform specialists. So, so these are the people that work on the tech platforms to build, manage, optimize and run media and marketing campaigns. So from a programmatic display perspective, we're looking for people that can jump onto a DSP and, and activate a campaign. Um, specifically, you know, predominantly we're looking at people with Google, um, Google skills. So um, double click, um, we're looking at people that can use the whole tech stack, Google 360, DB360 is double click bid manager as it used to be called. Um, from a search perspective, um, we're looking at people with Google ads. Um, double click search, other bidding tools like Marion and Kenshi. Uh, and then from um, a sort of paid social, which we are seeing huge growth in that channel, um, okay. more and more money being spent down the paid social channels. Um, we're looking at people with skills of, of the native platforms like Facebook Ad Manager, Snap Ads, LinkedIn for, for B2B, Twitter, etc. etc. And are those three channels you mentioned, display, search and social, are they kind of intertwined? Are those skills transferable across those platforms? So if, for example, you know, you're 
very up upskilled in Google Ads and uh, DSP, can you kind of transfer that biddable experience over to things like Facebook Ads Manager? Yeah, I think generally people do tend to sit within their channel specialism. Um, candidates will tell you that they want broader um, experience and they want to broaden their, their, their skill set. Most people will actually say when you're hiring and taking a brief, um, you know, if you've used one bidding tool, you could probably work mm. work another one out, basically. So we're looking at platform specialists. Absolutely, platform yeah. specialists, yeah, for sure. Um, genuinely, with like what we normally see within brands, that the demand is still mainly around PPC and, okay. and paid social. So brands always seem to start here first. Um, and then they will look to sort of a, a building display or programmatic display a little bit further down the line. So what you tend to find is sort of more PPC and paid social skills are closer aligned and then programmatic skills are, are joined, joined separately. And what, why, why is that? Why, does, why, do, why do you think PPC tends to uh, be in-house first and, and brands to try and acquire those skills first? I think, people, I think it's more readily available. I think the tech's easier to use. It's been around for 15, 20 years now, so it's, people are used to it. The skills are available in market, the tech's really accessible and it's, and it's relatively cost effective to be able to do it in-house. Sure. There's definitely more barriers to entry in terms of how to set up programmatic. You're talking about build, buying a bidding, um, bidding platform, a DSP, ad server, um, ad fraud technologies, creative mm. platforms, um, lo lots and lots of different things that require that you probably need to be at a certain scale mm. to be able to, to, to in-house programmatic. So that's why we're not seeing it happen as much. There's obviously brands doing it, yeah. um, but but not the medium to small ones as much. Maybe one for the future. Definitely, yeah. We're having more and more conversations with clients about it. Okay, and then from a data and analytics perspective? Um, everyone's talking about mixed market modeling. So um, analyzing the performance of all media um, and attribution, um, mm. those, those are the key things. So um, we just recently hired an attribution manager to work with in the media team um, at the, the UK's leading property website. Um, we're also hiring for, for lots of product analysts as well at the moment, actually. So these are the, the people that research target market segments, um, age, gender, location, interests, and work with product managers to, I suppose, develop products that hit those demographics. Um, we're hiring lots of data scientists and, um, and post GDPR, actually, we've seen a real increase in demand for CRM analysts. So. I think that's as brands are looking to actually maximise what they can do with their existing data. And are you, so are you seeing people almost switching their career into something like marketing who've got transferable skills around analytics, understanding data, um, and generally being a more analytic, uh, with, a, with a greater analytic mindset? Yeah, I, I think there's, there's, there's huge competition now for, for the skill sets that, were, that are really kind of driving the digital marketing and data um, industries so we're talking about economics we're talking about mathematics we're talking about computer sciences we're talking um you know those, those kind of degrees and educations would probably align themselves more to traditional industries like financial mm -hmm. services and banking um but those, those those people with those degrees now have many more choices and does that create a more competitive yeah absolutely landscape? yeah yeah absolutely so we're seeing um yeah, there's there's huge pressure on those on those skill sets. So people are that, which again puts pressure on salaries. So entry level salaries are much higher. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely, it puts puts a lot of competition in place for those people. And in terms of in housing, are brands hiring entry level skills, or are they taking 
expertise uh, a bit further down their career how's that working yeah sure I, I can only comment on, on kind of where, where we operate so mm. yes yes there is big big grab plans um, grab plans in place within a lot of these businesses but it's not an area that we particularly look at so okay. um, where, where we recruit heavily it would be exec um, mm. and up mm. um, so we're talking people there with six to six to twelve months and they do want um, they do want good degrees with the with, which we've just mentioned um, and they do want um, that platform specialism experience as well um, what what you know what, what's being done within the industry actually so so pivotal is a member of of the IAB so they actually came in to meet with us last week um, and they spoke about a new initiative um, that they're hoping to roll out in the near future where they will work with universities to promote careers in media marketing okay so we've covered the kind of skills needed um, to, to work in an in-house digital marketing team uh, we've covered the entry level skills and you just briefly mentioned then that you guys are kind of hiring from account exec level upwards um, what roles are brands actually hiring for like how are they building their in-house teams does it align with how an agency team would be set up or are there hybrid or bespoke kind of sure. models for that yeah so like the, the typical way that we are seeing brands shape their in-house team would be um you know, head of media uh, a performance marketing director something like that and then the teams are built out in teams of channel specialisms okay. so you'll have um, a ppc team um, and a paid social team they might be merged because those we mentioned earlier those skills seem to be quite aligned so we might call that a biddable team um, and then we're seeing display teams programmatic display teams and then we're seeing seo teams so at the top you'll have someone with a broader media marketing knowledge um, that drive the overall strategy and align it with the business goals um, and beneath that you'll have channel specialists so someone PPC who'd be doing PPC strategy activate the campaigns in the relevant platforms test optimize do all, do all the good mm -hmm. stuff basically makes sense um, yeah so where we're not seeing is that that massive demand yet is is, is within programmatic unless you're talking about people that Netflix and Vodafone Unilever sure um, those, those types of businesses and in terms of the structure is it a kind of flat structure or are there you know with the similar to agency we have exec manager senior manager director is it a hierarchical structure or does it tend to be as you say maybe just like a specialist in each channel yeah well the teams teams are generally smaller yeah um, so but they are they are a bit flatter yeah so you don't have exec senior exec planner manager senior manager account director you will have a manager that probably leads a team of execs and, and is it a, is it an attractive prospect to move in-house uh, are brands being able to you know steal that talent from agencies or publishers or tech vendors yeah from a, from a talent perspective um, in housing is massively exciting so um, we're definitely seeing a trend of agency staff moving in-house um, they are particularly attractive to to a kind of in-house hiring managers because they often have some of the best training um, mm. and that's due to the nature of their close relationships with the media owners um, and tech companies so an agency obviously has such buying power um, that google the googles and facebook's are really interested in making sure that those people are spending the most money with them so um, they, they generally have the best training in the market mm. um, Salaries is obviously an issue as well. Corporates often pay better. So, um, you know, tech companies, fintech companies, they're famous for being great play great payers. So okay. um, they can certainly have that in their armory when they're looking to, to kind of move people into, into in-house roles. Um, then there's a kind of the softer side when you bring in the, I suppose, the, the, the human element to it. Um, people want ownership and they want to feel like their contributions are making a difference. So. Um, 
it's sometimes difficult for agency marketers to see the impact of their efforts. Yep. Um, so it's easier for someone within a brand to kind of see you know, what their work yeah, is, you're is bit, doing. Yeah, you're a bit yeah. closer to the yeah. front line. And that, that's really good. I mean, people people like that. People want to see, feel valued, and, mm. and that's really good. They want to get involved in, in, a, in a vision to deliver something. In terms of agencies then reacting to brands in housing talent, in housing their marketing teams, how are agencies reacting? Yeah, like it's, it's not all doom and gloom for, for agencies by any means. I mean, agencies do, uh, agencies are amazing at adapting. Um, I remember sort of six years ago, AdTech was supposed to signal the end of the agency completely, but, but they've adapted. Um, and um, agencies do amazing work. Um, but I think we will see uh, agencies becoming even better um, and with even more focus on being sort of genuinely benefiting the client. So, um, I also think there's a real opportunity for, for smaller agencies to thrive um, and work with actually in-house in-house teams on a project basis. So they have the ability to perform a select task that even the most in-house skills, in-house teams can't do. So for example, if you wanted a, a sexy kick-ass video ad, it's likely the agents, an agency is still gonna be your best bet to be able to deliver that for you. Um, how are agencies reacting in terms of uh, maybe like hybrid models where some of the agency staff may sit in-house. Are there some brands, and we know from our experience, not all brands go full in-house straight away. It's no, just a yeah, long process that yeah. takes years and it takes a while to, to kind of work out that roadmap. We talk a lot about in-housing roadmaps and how important they are. Mm. How are the agencies assisting in, and I guess pivoting, um, yep. for want of a better word, pivoting to, to the in-housing trend? Yeah, again, like the best agencies are adapting. Um, so we are seeing those hybrid models of embedded solutions where agencies put their staff on site to get closer. So a good example of this is, um, I saw the other day, a company called Oliver, um, and they build dedicated agencies inside clients. Um, okay, so, that's so, very interesting. Yeah, I mean, they, I think, you know, they come at it from an angle that they can believe they can be more effective when they work inside a brand itself. And are brands requesting that? In your, do you know if brands are kind of... <laughs> I think that, I think brands are looking for new solutions. Yeah. Um, and that, that, like if, if someone comes in and has a great idea and they feel that they, it's, it's worth exploring mm. um, and they've got an appetite for change, mm. then I think, I think it, yeah, brands are open to I it. I guess it helps them on that kind of halfway point where they're on the way to in-housing but they don't quite know what specialism they need or yeah. the tech and, and how that works. It might help when they're in a certain part of their journey, um, mm. you know, when they're yeah, not full ready to go in-house but yeah. they want to sort of get on the journey to go in that way, it can help. And has in-housing then changed the way that agencies are hiring? Are they, how are they reacting to, to, to brands in-housing? Yeah, so like we talked a lot about how brands are competing with and often poaching agency staff, but, but while we are seeing a trend of agency talent looking to move client side, we are also seeing some people move back. So the agencies do provide candidates with outstanding training, um, access to the best technologies, the best platforms. Um, they work with, on the platforms with, with lots of, lots of beaters. Um, mm. So look, you know, the challenges with working in a, in a client um, can be sometimes candidates feel a little bit isolated. You know, marketing mm. is not a marketing business. Um, there's, there can be a small team. It might not be, you might not be getting that peer-to-peer -peer development. Um, it might not be the main focus of the business. So, you know, there, there's, there is pros and cons of both. Um, in terms of the trends we see in talent and recruitment, um, agencies are aggressively hiring tech and data specialists, web analysts, insight and data managers. Um, 
I believe they want to get ahead of the curve and be able to offer clients these solutions before they actually think about doing it and bringing it in-house themselves. Um, brands are smarter. They're becoming sort of more data savvy, performance driven. So agencies have to reflect that and t the talent that they've got within within the business. Um, from a marketing perspective, PPC, SEO, programmatic, paid social. The, the usual suspects. Of roles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've spoken a lot about agencies and, and brands and in-housing talent. Um, we obviously have a, a working relationship, a praise and pivotal. Sure. And we've worked together on in-housing teams, building in-housing teams. And I think from, from, I can safely say on behalf of the company that you guys tend to know the trends, the talent trends, the talent demands before a lot of the market does, mm -hmm. because you guys are on the front line. The role of a recruiter, I think, has changed quite a lot now. So how, how are you kind of positioning yourselves? In reality, what, what do you guys offer your clients um, that potentially um, other companies can't? Well, I think we have quite a, yeah, I think we're very fortunate in a lot of ways that we have quite a unique position in the market. Um, so our client base allows us to speak to people right across the digital ecosystem. And that can be from brands through to agencies Ad tech, martech, right through to media owners. So that gives us actually gives us a really holistic view of what is happening in the industry. Um, in reality, it means that we can get under the bonnet of all sorts of different companies. So that can be anything from a global corporate with thousands of employees, um, just down to kind of exciting, kind of small sort of tech startups. So we see firsthand how the digital market, talent market, is evolving. Um, the challenges being faced by employers. Um, where the demand is and what, and what the trends are and we get loads of data from that as well um so that's kind of why why we get that good view i suppose and it's been specialists mm. you know we, we do a few things but we do them really, really well and as i said then i think you guys obviously can see the demand for talent yeah, for brands probably before a lot of people can let's just look into the future a little bit if we're sitting here in a year's time talking about in-housing again What's going to happen? Are all brands going to in-house? Uh, some brands going to in-house? Is there a hybrid kind of model that people are going to adopt? Where do you see uh, this in-housing trend going over the next 12 months? Yeah, I think with definitely, whoever you speak to, the whole conversation is around in-housing. Everyone's talking about it. Um, some companies are doing it, some companies are just talking about it, but I think we will, brands want more control um, mm. and they, they get that by, by in-housing. So. Um, I think as technology and I think as the skills become more readily available and, and more cost effective, um, I think we will see more in-house. But I also think there will also be a place for, for specialist agencies um, who can do outstanding work um, that in-house teams simply can't have the capability to deliver. Mm. Dave, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Really enjoyed the chat. Do you want to tell everyone where people can find you? Uh, yes, you can find us at uh, pivotallondon.co.uk. Um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs>